Another episode with your favorite girls, Petty Party Podcast. It's your girl, Amakalek, coming out the set. What's good? And welcome. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Crystal, a.k.a. Champagne Chris, a.k.a. Chrissy F. Baby, please say it, baby. Welcome to another episode of Pod. Hi, guys. It's Jewelry Alia. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, so, a.k.a. Just a few nasty. Hey everyone, it is Just Nick. Thank you for tuning in to another episode with your favorite ladies. What's good, everybody? What up, what up, what up, what up? I know we kind of did like our little icebreaker uh, prior to this recording, but anyone else have a good question they want to ask? Oh, Loki, I did. So I'll be thinking. So I want everybody to answer this question. If I had... Oh, wait, no, I would be rich if I had a dollar for every time blank. I said, huh? Um, every time okay. I said like. Mm, that's a good one. Um, okay. For me, the word would be bitch. I, it's not something you say. It just is in general. Oh, like, I'd be dollar. Oh, yeah, if, oh, if anything okay. happens. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, man, I'd be rich if... Every time I listen to my intuition, bro, instead of doubting it, <clears throat> for sure. Hmm. I'd be rich if I don't know. That's a good one. There's just so many things I'd be rich off of. Yeah. Why am I not rich? I, I no, dead ass. I've I would be rich if I had a dollar for every time somebody mispronounced my name. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm, I want to change mine. Go ahead. I'll be rich how many times I talk about nails. All the time. He, he do you me. talk about nails that much? I'm, honestly, I want to change mine again. I do talk about nails all the time. I really do. Oh, they said male. I really do. Male? Okay. Honestly, okay, actually, this is actually inappropriate, so I don't want to change mine. (laughs) I'd be rich if I had a dollar (laughs) for every time I actually said I wasn't going to spend ridiculously. No, I'll never tell myself that. (laughs) I'll never tell myself that. I have to because sometimes it's just be like Nikki what are you doing like why are you clicking order now what are you doing (laughs) no I have that pep talk with myself every Monday every Monday so I feel you girl yeah because like it's just and it's random things like I find myself a random thought will come to my head be like you know what I need that Mm -hmm. next thing I know I'm on the website Typing in shipping information, and it's just like, and then Apple Pay doesn't make it any easier. Hell no, <laughs> no, that's me for sure. I think of the ran- the most randomest things. Like I'm not gonna buy anything, and then like random little things in the week pop up, and I don't buy five miscellaneous items that I really didn't need but felt I needed in that moment. Girl, 
I probably would also be rich if I had a dollar for if, for every time somebody asks me if I run track. I actually get that question very often. Or but you used to, right? Athlete. Girl, in middle school, so it does not count. <laughs> I mean, that's a compliment, though, when you really think about it. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I just, I get that all the time. It's like either you did sports or you, um, or you run track. And because it's high school, well, because it's middle school for me, I, it's always no. Like, yeah, this, yeah, I, I would have a, I would have a dollar for a lot of things. Let me not even lie to y'all. I'm not like, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. But that was a little icy icebreaker. Good to know y'all's week went well. <laughs> y'all know that little analogy I said, y'all didn't understand it. Yeah. You um, said uh, please, okay. please let the listeners know yeah, tell what, them what you're talking about. Because <laughs> okay, now you so, have to share. Okay, so I'm not going to tell y'all the answer, but I want y'all to like, you know, let us know later on what you think it is. So I sent someone a riddle and it was kitty cat, butterfly, worm, snake. It's not snake, guys. It was a worm. It's a clarification. Okay, so. And these are emojis. Worms. I sent those three emojis. Y'all, let us know what you think it is. And if you get it right, I'll send you $20 for real. Because honestly, (laughs) that means you think like me. So, Um, good. What y'all think it said? We'll have to do a poll. And let the people tell us. I feel y'all. Watch people be like, what the fuck? (laughs) No, because we all didn't guess it right. Because it was, it's giving what the fuck for real. (laughs) It's giving you, give my cat butterflies, but. Thank you. (laughs) How do you get that from a worm emoji? That's what I'm saying. The worm, where does a worm take place? The worm is giving y'all butterflies. No, the thing is, she sent a cat and butterflies. So it's like, at that point, you can only just assume what the last one was. Why you didn't send a snake? I don't know. But the first two definitely leads you to where she was trying to land. For sure. That's no, but don't make fun of me. Okay. But when do we switch it up? Since when does your cat get butterflies? Like, what happened to your stomachs? Wait a no, minute. No, the pussy gets butterflies too. Oh, good. no. Jory, ew. Okay. Y'all, moving on. Like, <laughs> move. say ew? I don't. <laughs> you sound like, like a child. She said ew, and she's the one who said it. No, make it make yeah. sense. You sound like a child. Chill. Chill out, All y'all. Right. I, <laughs> how you sitting there and you don't get butterflies girl bye anyways no i do yeah. no why'd you say you no because you're like you i was vulgar like with it oh well we're adults, we're adults. Like, i feel you like but all right y'all i'm gonna go ahead and um jump into the moto it's a tad bit long so please bear with me um she titled it as how to fix this so I've been talking to a guy who lives in a different city for about three weeks. I've known him for a while, but I was hesitant to talk to him because I thought he might be a fuckboy. The reason for that is because I asked him about his love life a year ago in a casual conversation, and he told me he doesn't want a relationship and is just focusing on his career. Fast forward to now, I started talking to him again. He always seemed to have his head on straight. No baby mama, no baby mamas, good career, independent, good looking. He was messaging me good morning every day. We were having consistent daily chats and getting to know each other. We were flirty from the get-go and had a few cheeky convos. I am very attracted to him, but I told him I don't have sex unless I'm in a relationship. 
I was a bit scared to see his response, but he responded well. He said that he's apprehensive to start something serious because his career and constant traveling always gets in the way and women complain. I'm not an eating woman and I have my own life and things to do, which he likes about me. So I told him that it could work if we're both on the same page and have good communication. I emphasized to him that good communication is important to me. He agreed and we both agreed to take things slow and keep talking. He was doing so good with the communication and even kept up with me when he traveled for work and was opening up to me about work stuff. So fast forward to this Saturday, he messaged me in the morning like usual. We were both in bed. Then he took the convo to the flirty side and was like, I wish you were in my bed. We flirted like that before. So I said, I wish I was there too. He then responded with saying something very sexual about he wanted to do back shots, LOL. I opened the message and I was a bit taken back because he didn't usually make the convos that sexual. Up until that point, we were mostly just having good conversations. I'm not prude and I've entertained some flirting with him, but I haven't had sex in two years. He doesn't know that. And I don't want to give him the expectation that sex will happen when we first meet. And I still don't want to feel like that's all he wants. <clears throat> we were having this convo on Snapchat. I left the message on open for about half an hour. I wasn't going to respond initially, but I decided to respond since we have been talking for like three weeks. I told him that he sounded that it, he sounded good, but I hope that that's not all he's after. He responded, no, that's not it. I want to get to know you. And I said, OK, I like that. He left the convo. And at that, I did not hear from him the next morning. I texted him what's up and he told me he was up late about to take a nap and would text me later. That was Sunday. He never texted me and proceeded to post a memory on Snapchat the next day and even watch my story. It's Wednesday and I still haven't gotten a message. I'm thinking he's a fuckboy now. Am I wrong? I'm very confused right now. I actually thought we were building a rapport and that he was genuinely interested. How can he change so quickly? What should I do? I saw potential in him. I'm also thinking maybe he got scared with the relationship talk or maybe he felt like I wasn't appreciating his efforts. Or maybe he was offended that I didn't give him his sexting moment. What do you guys think? Or, or do you think I should have just played into it? Mm, no, I think, yeah, I think he's revealing his true colors. I don't think he's like now that sex is off the table for him, he kind of, you know, because I feel like once you tell a nigga that he's still going to try, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like once she kind of her foot down the second time talking about oh i hope this is not all you after he started backing off so girl take that as a sign and just keep moving no for sure i mean because like she said like she hasn't had sex in a minute she doesn't want to rush anything she doesn't want to feel like he's just after her for the sex and again i guess they've known each other for a long time but they've only just recently rekindled over the last three weeks so it's kind of like if you're not trying to do that and you don't want to get taken advantage and he's acting weird behind a little you not commenting back to his one to do back shots just go because yeah. I would keep going into it and gaining more feelings. And then like something was to happen too soon for your liking. And then now you, you're going to, I don't want to say you're going to, but you end up regretting it in the long end. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would definitely say that men really try to like test the waters, you know, every time, especially whenever it comes to those type of conversations, they want to see like how far you're going to allow that to go. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like once you like, you played with it a little bit. You checked it where your boundaries were at. And he was just like, oh, well, I think maybe he was expecting more, you know? So if he's really like kind of ghosted you on just that alone, this is probably not a man you want to talk to. I'll be honest with you. Sounds like a fuck boy. And it's that, the, how do they spell fuck boy on um, Selling Sunset F-U-C-C-B-O-I? That, that type of fuck boy. 
<laughs> no, yeah, that's how like niggas gonna try every time. I think even with you telling him that in the beginning, he was like, "All right, cool." You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure because I've done that before, where I actually was um going through a period where I was not having sex, and every single time a nigga was trying me, talking about, "Oh, maybe in the future you are gonna change your mind." No, the fuck, I'm not. What are you talking about? So niggas gonna try it every time. That's why I'm like, girl, just. Mm-mm. let him go yeah i would literally uh-uh. it's not even a, i feel like i feel like guys like know better and like they know the ones to try with and who not to and like i don't even think you're even giving off the impression that you're the one to try but honestly i me personally i would leave him alone too because something similar like that happened to me i'm not gonna lie i left that boy on red like that's not mm-hmm. that's little boy games so i, I have a question for y'all um how do y'all handle like when you are talking to somebody new and like the conversation of sex comes up too soon? Like, how do y'all navigate that? I'm not gonna mm. lie, it's I don't it's like an instant ick for me. Like, I just I really mm-hmm. can't do it. Like, it's like the quickest way to turn me off. Like, I feel like we're at that age where you should be able to read the room enough to pick up on mutual vibes. If you're introducing it before you can even tell that I'm where I'm comfortable, I'm done. Because I think I, I even went on a date with some guy and I even knew him. It's not like it was a first date, but it was like our first time actually having like a formal drink. Afterwards, it was like, oh, come back to my place. Was It, it wasn't coming back to my place on nothing like that. It literally, was just like, oh, my place is around. And I was like, you know what? Following vibes. Went there and he was like, oh, yeah. I hope you don't think that I'm trying to do anything or this means that we're going to sleep together. In my head, I was like, I didn't think that. I'm not going to lie. That was not anywhere in my mind. But he kept mentioning it so many times, and I'm just like, is this what you're... See, now I got to go. Now I got to go, and now I got to block you, because you... What? Mm-mm. This is corny. I just can't do it. I can't. But yeah. you know what the crazy part about that is? It's like, I recently talked to a good guy friend about a time where... Um, what? About a time where I went to a, a guy's house, and about how like the guy kind of tried it and he like was really still on that whole like why would you put yourself in harm's way and in my head i'm like are we still in that mindset where like if you go to a guy's house like that opens you up for sex like now i've just checked off the box like yeah i'm ready to to go the next step with you when like i don't understand why can't you go to a guy's house especially Go ahead. I personally, I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I really don't think that just because you go over to a guy or woman's house that sex should just be the end game. But however, I'm not gonna lie. In this new world, that's low key like grounds up. Yeah, we're having sex. Like a lot of a lot of people think that way. You're not supposed to, but a lot of people like have that mindset. Okay, he or she's coming over. That means we're gonna have sex. But to me, it's like, even if that is is your mindset, the reason why it's so gross to me is because I just don't understand the mindset wanting to sleep with somebody at the first time y'all have linked up. Like, as a man, like, where are your standards? Like, that just means to tell me, like... No, I mean, but to me, it's like, I I would never even want to just be with somebody who is that loose with their penis. Like, I feel like you should have a little bit more... uh, What'd y'all say? A little bit more penis... I forgot what y'all said last time. Oh, but. pussy management. Oh, yeah, better. Yeah, better. Management. Better penis management than that. I just feel like you should have a little bit more standards where you should want to get to know me a little bit more. Especially if you if you thought to take me out on a date, like that's it. Because now I'm thinking, okay, every time I see you out on a date, I'm thinking you get new pussy that night. No, 
that's nasty. Ew. Um, men are actually very easy though. Like they love to say women are easy, but all you have to do is hit a man with a "What are you doing?" text, and they're gonna be right there ready to drop their draws. So literally, y'all are the easy ones. Let's clarify. No. Yeah, but I agree with Nikki. I don't care how the night went or if I decide to go back to your house. That's sex is not a guarantee. And saying that I should put myself in that position, like as a man, like can you like what makes you think that you're just obligated to sex? Mm-mm. Like that's kind of weird to me. I don't know. People are, people are just gross. The entitlement of this era has has just gotten out of hand. Like I'm actually shocked. Like. But I don't know. It's so crazy that men think they deserve so much, and I think they deserve less. That's the thing. I think that men just have like <laughs> such a different mindset than women, to be mm-hmm. completely honest with you. But I think that it's also has to do with the fact that men are so sexually driven that I feel like sometimes in certain cases, it's a little bit harder for them to like just see gray areas where it's like, what? Like just because I stepped foot into your house, now that means that you know different doors have been open mm-hmm. it's just, yeah it's, it's it's just it's giving weird but you know i don't know who's going to be able to change their mindset on that so it's gonna have to be god because it ain't gonna be me it's gonna um, be the me because i had a homeboy <laughs> tell me like he'll stop talking to a girl if they don't fuck within like the first month or second month like he's off of it if they don't fuck him mm-hmm. the first yeah. month is so soon damn that's very soon dang very soon girl cut me off because nah he'll no, honestly off. thank you do me the favor i ain't right. Maybe doing even all even just... and I'm even thinking like the nigga at a, the nigga I like the most. Even if he was to step like that, I would still just be like, you know, what I'm saying, it'd just be like, bro, what, what are we doing here? Like, what? Because yeah. that type of shit can make you corny real quick. Like, don't real send me quick. no sexual text messages. What's wrong with you? <sighs> but yeah. So what's the what's the uh, consensus? Cut her losses. That's yeah, not even a loss. Cut it. Mm-hmm. Cut it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut it. Keep moving, girl. There's more I'm fish out there. Lie. There really is. I don't think. There's I don't think not. She, but <laughs> she asked, should she, should she have played into it? No. If that's no. If you're not comfortable, don't do anything you're not comfortable. Don't, with yeah. Doing. What? Don't be. Don't feel like you're obligated to start sexting, girl. That, if that's your boundary, then stand ten toes down on yeah, it. Yeah. Like, like no. Yeah. Cause and people be screenshotting and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Girl, no, protect yourself in the beginning. Thank you. Period. You don't need evidence. Next thing you know, you on somebody's TikTok video. Mm-mm, girl, this a new, this a different generation. But hmm. everybody content. Girl, no, listen. Like people be using people's trauma, their li- everything for content. Like I, you know, how many videos I'll be watching. I'm just like, this person has no idea they're being recorded. Like, I, it's funny to watch, but at the same time, like, that is low-key an invasion of privacy, for one. And two, I would hate for that to be me. Imagine going viral. Like, so, anyways, but yeah, that's crazy. But we're going to go into the Petty Chronicle. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Because I need to, y'all to tell me if I was wrong. I didn't know I was wrong, but y'all can tell me anyway. So, recently, I was in a situation, a little situation, y'all. And it involved somebody who I was recently, like, talking to in the past and so you know how like <laughs> you know how like somebody calls you and it's like you're low-key like your energy's off and so they could pick up on it and so you're like should i lie or should i just be honest in this moment and sometimes you're like well you know what let me be honest in this moment lie, so, y'all, lie about like maybe what you're going through 
you know like if someone calls mm-hmm. you it's like should i like is this a, is this an actual moment that you really want to know what's going on with me or are you just asking to be polite i really think he was asking to be polite but i know that till later so he was kind of like what's wrong why you i was like you know what honestly let me just tell you because you're a guy i want to see what your perspective is so i kind of like and he's somebody who i guess is trying to like talk to me or whatever so i kind of gave him like um the story was the story would have to do with like an ex or whatever who i kind of apparently still have feelings for whatever so as i'm telling him the story like he is not fucking with it because he's seeing through this entire story and he's just kind of like he should not yeah and his head he's kind of like the reason the story doesn't make sense is because you're saying that this ex is like so much in the past but it doesn't make sense as to why you're so bothered and i was kind of just like oh shit okay i have to gaslight this man i have to gaslight this man (laughs) instantly because you cannot be catching on so i pretty much like twisted the whole story up and lied to him and was like no it wasn't told him it was 10 years ago made him feel dumb for even like questioning me and you know all the other stuff so my question is when i looked back at this i was like was i petty for trying to confide in somebody who's currently trying to talk to me now about something that someone yes, else did to her uh, yeah <laughs> yes y'all need to stop friend zone like okay like if you don't want to be with that man fine but like don't friend zone him to the point where it's like you just you talk about your face. ex what but the thing is it wasn't like i was trying to friend zone him i i let it be i even told him this is the ex from a long time ago in the past past like, you're indirectly friend zoning him though honestly because you, you're, you're, no. you're letting him know that you're still bothered so you still care so you still have I, emotional attachment to no. somebody else when i fully like you no the thing is michelle i'm gonna give you grace on that because the, thing is, the men be begging to know and the moment you beg to know about a certain situation, you have opened them floodgates for you to know more details about me than you needed to know about me. Now the you know like another nigga more than you because you have sat here and begged me to explain why I'm down. And niggas, yeah. themselves, niggas take themselves out of a potential to friend to friend the moment you let me vent to you about another nigga. You should not want to hear that. I'm sorry. Michelle, did that situation apply to you? Because it definitely was giving your energies off. And he just asked what's wrong as a normal human being. <laughs> I don't think he was he's being invasive. Like, yeah. Um, I don't think you were petty. I'm, I've done that several times, and it, it, you know, it feels good. Huh? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm so confused. Y'all, do y'all not understand? You're talking to your ex about a nigga that you who still wants you. You're talking about a, your ex to a nigga who wants you now. It doesn't exactly. matter. It just it actually matter. does matter because if a if a man it does that to matter. me, that I who am I going to talk to? Like, like cut off. If I find that you're even remotely still hurt about anything your ex did, you're gone. What? Yeah, bye. Like you you've made it, it clear my, where I yes you made it very clear. But where if I something lied. went if I, down, if something y'all can't down, relate. Damn, yeah, that's what I'm like. Oh, <laughs> y'all can y'all relate. Like niggas. sometimes you can relate okay. to that. Like bro, like I think we've all been in a situation where we still probably have feelings with somebody else while we were actually trying to get to know other people are dating so it's like yeah, I, I, I feel like it's different it. i absolutely get it if it's a nigga i really really like and all of a sudden he's talking to me about his ex trust me it's a turn off but i feel like if we're like in the talking stage not i mean i don't there's not something i advocate to do but let's not act as if we all have not been in that situation yeah. whether you're the one venting or someone venting to you we all have some to some extent been in that moment yeah, I've never been no, to my. You. I've never been to a nigga who's interested in me about my ex because that's my business. Okay. I'm sorry, maybe not vented, but you it's haven't been so like, open. You haven't been so sad yeah. that you use the other person for comfort, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, "Why are you so sad?" And you're just like, "I'm sad because I hate it here." <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> there's oh a, there's God. a, there's a, there's a. I mean, oh my God. And the girl's like. 
me hanging out my 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 new nigga or my new nigga, and she, she's like, Mm-mm. and she grabs her purse and walks out, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, this <laughs> yes. See, I mean, I've definitely like. No, y'all. I no. didn't. T- I, I've been in that situation, but I didn't tell him what it was like. What was bothering me? He just no, knew something was off, exactly. and he kept trying to like, you know. See, and I he definitely, was, I definitely told the person exactly from point no, A to B. No, hell no, because like, I'm not. Because, but I told like he knew something was going on, so he like took me out to eat, just trying to like make me happy. Oh, nice. Oh wow. Fully like, think, you know, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I had this conversation with one of y'all just a few days ago, and it was like. Oh, who was that? Oh, no, it wasn't one of y'all, but it was one of my friends. And it was basically one of those things where it's like, you know, whenever men know without having to ask, you know? Mm-hmm. So and, so do, like, and so do women. Not all the time. Right. Not all the time. I feel like okay. men really mind their business on certain things because I feel like men are kind of like overly sensitive more than the, what they want to like mm-hmm. proclaim that they are. So they don't ask certain questions because they know that their feelings are going to get hurt. So I feel like men just kind of take those like clues and go with it. So I'm pretty sure Michelle, he already knew it probably had to do with like someone else, some other man. But the fact that you drilled it in that it really had to do with like another man, it's just like mm-hmm. it wasn't a drill, bro. It wasn't. It was more it like was, a Michelle. I was a drill, but. Okay, but have y'all ever been in a situation where, like, you were upset about another nigga and another nigga came to you and was just like, I feel like you're upset because you're talking to somebody else? Has that happened? No. Huh? Oh, damn. That's so specific. That's very specific. (laughs) That happened to me recently. Are you accusing me? No, the guy was just like, bro, he's like, you've been acting so distant. He was like, I just feel like you're you're fucking with somebody else and that's why you don't have time for me. And I was like, "Um, no. Was Was he telling the truth? Yeah, I don't fuck with him, but that's not his business. Wait, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> so what Nikki just oh, said, yeah, but it terrible. depends on how much I like. I don't like this nigga, so I don't give a fuck. No, hold on, wait. You're saying you don't give a fuck, but you're also kind yeah, of Chris, <laughs> agreeing with our take. But, I, but I agree the other way. But the thing is, I've been in. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Look, I can see it both ways because I have a situation where someone asked me, I'm like, yeah, I am sad about another nigga, and I wanted some full detail about it. And I also had someone ask, ask me, and it's just like, bro, like, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with you at all. The other people I kind of fuck with, and I feel like if you're comfortable with somebody, if I'm comfortable enough with you and I decide to talk about you, I will. But if I don't even like you, I'm not going to go into detail about me and have another nigga. I don't like you. I don't want to confide in you with it in regards to that one person but i have done it that's why i'm like i see i see both sides of the thing i've done it and i haven't done it it just depends on who the nigga is i don't know that ain't i'm not i'm not putting no nigga in my business i'm sorry it's so crazy it's so crazy that y'all have this this standpoint because i feel like i used to be like the oversharer with men and Whoa, it, Paulette, it's not every time not a, it's and not Paulette, a, uh, 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 Paulette Michelle used mm, to mm, always mm. get onto me like you, why would you tell him that no you're not see yeah hold on because like see now you're trying to relate it relate the two and no it's not every time share it's just like you something but Paulette, you overshare too Paulette, you also overshare Oh no! Oh, I have in the in some things like you know I know what you talk about. But, We're not gonna talk about it, okay? But, but the thing so. thing is, Nikki, 
I do understand. Like to me, it's not like it's not like I was sitting here dropping names. I think just in that moment, I just thought that it was a safe space to just be like, okay, so this is a situation. Yeah. So far in the past, maybe I can come to you about it, and maybe you can give me like honest advice as yeah, a like friend without without your feelings being like in the loop. But I guess I didn't realize that guys are really incapable of putting their feelings aside. As that's as actually not true. It depends on the person. It depends on the person. So. For some yes. guys, that turns them up. They want to try harder. Like, oh, she kind of stuck another nigga. Let me work a little harder. Niggas are, I mean, let me quit saying that. Um, men are weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like men don't like competition. <laughs> I'm telling you. They don't even like mean, to compete. But they will I mean, compete. Where is your competitive nature? The hell? The thing is, no. I'm not going to lie, that's actually very backwards. Men don't want to compete, but yeah, men be the same ones with rosters of 10. Like, what are y'all talking mm-hmm. about? Like, come on now. You don't want to compete, but you want me to compete. You want me to compete. <laughs> no, no facts. facts. Men started the prize. Let me tell you something. If you put me up against the girl, choose her because I'm not fighting. I'm not. Mm-mm. God, no. Don't put facts. me up against nobody. She <laughs> no, I just seen a TikTok where it was like, if you have to choose between me and somebody else, choose me, please. Choose no, I saw that today. I saw that choose today. them. He said, choose me, please. You don't like me? Choose me. I was like, I'm dead. I've definitely felt that way before. Yeah. <laughs> Please choose me. I've been holding it down. No, it's a cop. But yeah, I agree. I, I do know I was petty. Moving forward, I'll just be more stickier. Only lesson learned. Anyway, moving only, forward. Only, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that was petty, but I mean, you know, we all got to agree to disagree. Players yeah. fuck up. Yeah. You know, but every dog has their day. But speaking of uh, competing for male attention, are we going to talk oh, about Carisha? And Diddy and this love triangle with the biracial yeah. woman, Gina. Child, that what? shit is a mess. So I don't even know. Can y'all, can y'all give me context? No I'm confused. Okay, so, I, so I'll catch y'all up. So I don't know if y'all know. So the Billboard Award was some lady named Gina, who apparently has been linked to Diddy for a while now. She posted, like, watch my baby daddy host the, uh, the Billboard Awards, which Diddy hosted the Billboard Awards. Shortly after, I think afterwards, a video came out with Carisha. And she was um, she was like dancing in the club or whatever. And Diddy was like very much all into her or whatever. This, that, other. So I don't know what happened. Okay, so Gina, that Gina, uh, she posted a video with Diddy kissing her. And I think that is what. Okay, I'm trying to figure out. So what happened from there? Do you know? Okay, so, so um, so well, oh sorry. Well, Krisha basically said like, get this girl what. Oh, she somebody please give this bitch some attention. And then yeah. that's what she says. If anybody's seeking attention, it's just you. Suck my dick. I don't give a fuck. And so Young Miami said, attention, bitch. I am the attention. Let's be clear. Notice me, please, as a bitch. Go sit down. We see you relax. It's okay. You've been around, just around for years. You've been waiting on this moment. He, if he can't make you famous, bitch, I ain't. Yeah. And then she starts going in on her. Says that she has lint ball carpet in her room. If you know she fucking with a billionaire, Santana, she retweeting him. He going back and forth. I don't know what she said, but I don't know what she said that. But then Carisha clears her because Carisha says, "I am, and that's why I fuck with your nigga and ain't coming off him. I don't care how many pictures you post." 
I don't Period. understand what Diddy has that even has a what? hold. What? Money. What? Huh? I don't no. know. But well, like, they that it's both money are they're making Carisha? money too. Because Carisha's making Who's money? making money? That's a different tax bracket. I am so sorry. No, and it no, no, and, and, no. and to, I'm so sorry. And well, also, enough to make her act like this. Let's be realistic. I mean, she, let's, she, make, she writes I songs Nikki, about exactly I get what Nikki's she's statement. doing. I get Nikki's statement. I really do. I do too. Like, it's just like, this is bird behavior. Chirp, chirp. What? Uh-uh. See, the one thing about me, I ain't never doing that publicly. I ain't never doing that. Mm-mm. Pride, man. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Sorry. Y'all both sound crazy to me. Like, I get what you're saying. Money, yes. That is a completely different task bracket. Like, But it's... What what more can he really do for you? Okay, buy yeah. Birkins, things like that. But... Carisha can get Birkins. Carisha can fly private. Carisha she? can be on a yacht. I don't, so know like, about, I, I don't know about her I getting Birkins, but like she can do well for herself as she is. But the yeah. thing is, I think y'all are, and this is no shade to Carisha, but I mean, what she's doing is very much on, but it's the same girl who wrote a song called I'll Take Your Man. Like, I need a nigga who's going to swipe them visas. Very much on brand for her. She got on Breakfast Club and says she only dates women money. The first opportunity she gets, she's going to ask, tell him how much she needs. This guy took her on a hundred thousand dollar shopping spree. You think she's coming up off of him in the no. beginning stages? What this yeah, man her, her money and now, all like, of her friends to a private island? To a private Wait, island. That's like, not something she's used to. I understand that, y'all. I'm not saying that he's not going to take good care of her, but enough to to show her ass. But no, what no, I'm saying, what I'm saying, is, saying I mean, y'all. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, <sighs> she's sorry. I feel she's like not used to this kind of stuff. So it's like y'all talking about. Yeah, not used to it. Yes. No, that kind of stuff. No, let me not. Again, when I say different tax bracket, I do believe Carisha makes money and does well for herself. Absolutely. I don't know their deal. I, it was floating around that they're in 360 deals. So even mm-hmm. JT, when they when she does fall out behind, you know, Uzi and stuff, it it's kind of just like I, they do a lot for them financially. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not going to say I get it, but I understand. I, I mean, I, 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 I agree with Michelle. Like, I'm I, her outburst is on brand for a city girl. And she's never and she's never give, came off like she okay, so when she was dating Southside, right? She mm. never like she never came off as like she pretty much she put it in the air, this is my man, this is my boyfriend. Like we at one point it damn near looked like they was living together. It doesn't give that with Diddy. It's like I'm having a good time, you know what I'm saying? And it's whatever. So I think that's why it's also just like, girl, I don't know. I, mm. But it's crazy that this Gina, Gina, whatever her name is, has come out because she recently came out because she was she said that she was tied to Diddy for five years. And in that five years, she said that he was physically abusive to her and forced her to terminate two pregnancies. Mm, Where did she? What? Yes. So I don't know why she's back in the picture all of a sudden. It's weird. Damn, is that like a proven fact? Yes. She's mothering one of his children? No. no. She's saying no. that he forced her to terminate two pregnancies. How can she did, she did an interview? I'll send it to y'all. No, I don't. No, no, no keep no, it. This keep is it. too much. Yeah, I don't want to hit that. I don't like, because I'm not going to, that's even worse. And like, uh, my thing, I just no don't words. understand why. My thing is, I don't understand why she's going back and forth with Carisha because Carisha and Diddy have been linked together for. Publicly for the better part of the year, yeah, like for, for a while the, now, he flew her to a private months. island called Love Island. 
But so I, I have a question. Act like jo- so I have a question. Jody, what's her name? Jody. Jo- yeah, we're not gonna talk Joey about Chavis. Joey Chavez. But yeah. even like, she backed down. Even she backed down for Carisha. So that's sure? why I'm. She literally she came out did. and was. She literally came out and was like, "We're just friends." I mean, it was just a kiss that happened. But da da da. That's what even to me, I'm just like. Everybody else is voting for Carisha. Carisha is not coming up off of Diddy. She's not. This is the problem. I'm not saying that Carisha can't snag another billionaire, but I don't know how many billionaires she could possibly snag. It's between Jay Z, Diddy, and Kanye. So, um, he the only eligible back. And she's not coming off of him sorry. unless he until he come up off of her. Period. But I mean, I don't know. I asked Alexa what Diddy's net worth is, and she said nine hundred million. Oh, so he's not a billionaire? He pro- I mean, he probably mm-hmm. is. The thing is, no. I mean, he, he probably be. is. He might be. He might be. In 900 mil, we could, if we round up for Kylie, we could round up for him. I mean, still 900 mil. That's still a lot of money. So, no, it's very much so a lot. Um, it's 100 million away. That's one endorsement away from a, exactly. from a bill. I feel like he's just using Carisha for, um, what's it called? He's the, using a lot of Delion. For Delion, but at the same time, he's spending more on her than anybody. So, like Gina, I I would not let a little girl eat me up like that. I'm sorry. I would know she ate that girl up. So for her to even say like I'm not going up off your nigga, and then she also said, "Bro, I'm not about to argue with nobody who got so and so, and you fucking on a billionaire." Like, bro, don't even. I don't know, and I'm not even gonna say I I don't know the girl, so I don't even know what Diddy does for her, and I'm just now carpet didn't look that bad, y'all. Oh my gosh! I mean, it, it didn't look bad. It was in the video where she where she did the TikTok to the city girl. Oh, to oh my gosh! <laughs> I think it just wasn't given like it wasn't given billionaire pussy. But that's okay. That's okay. But she dropped the song, so I feel like all of this is promo. I just don't even know it's real anymore. I don't know what's real anymore. I mean, she definitely but, wrote. She's definitely riding the wave. I don't know. She's twenty eight. These young. Did he got these younger? Wow. Who's 28? The girl? Gina is 28. I know she cannot be 28. It says she's She's 28 on Google. Mm. She's 28 and she's an Instagram influencer. Add add eight more years. Damn, I thought I was going to give her at least, I was going to say 30. She was born in 1992, y'all. I would give her. Oh, she's 30. As a girl, I'm looking at this back data, girl. (laughs) She's 30. Yeah, that's 2020. Is yeah, that different? And even 30. then, I would still give her thirty-five because she looks. She doesn't look old. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does look older. She just looks she mature. Look a little old. Bit more mature. She does not look thirty. She doesn't look old. Like <laughs> no, she doesn't. But she looks. Yeah, she definitely she looks, looks like an auntie. But um, oh my god! Okay. So, oh my okay, god. Y'all, so I want to get y'all's opinion on this. I don't know if y'all watch um, Bad Boys Club, but. Gina is cute. Sorry, keep going. Wow. Okay, we we get you. You a stand, Gina. That's <laughs> what is giving lucky. Um. So I don't think Crystal. Thank you. I don't know if y'all watch Bad Boys Club, but there was the most recent episode that came out. Well, the last two most recent episodes, and so basically, I don't know. Oh, y'all should know Jonathan. He's from Dallas. He is a celebrity hairstylist. He came in as a replacement to like some of the people, some of the previous men that left the show like pretty early on. And um, I don't know if y'all also know Milan, who was previously like on Love and Hip Hop before. He's a like a well known like LGBT activist, things like that. Just like a you know reality star. 
So Milan has the biggest room in the house. And most of these men share rooms. Oh, so Nikki, you really you really watched this. I yeah. really watched this show. Okay, go ahead. I really watched this show, okay? Mm-hmm. So most of them, all the men share share rooms inside the house. And Jonathan came into the house like as a new person on good vibes, like, hey, so where's my room at? So he goes, scouts out the room. He of course sees that Milan has the master, huge, huge um bedroom, huge closet. And as y'all know, like compared to like Jonathan and some of the other people in the cast, it's like Jonathan's like well known, like he's established himself. And you know, Milan can say the same thing. And so um Jonathan came to him was like, hey, let's share the room. Milan's like, I'm not sharing shit, basically. So, and leading up to this, Milan has also fought everybody in the house. Physically? Everybody. Physically, he has he has touched hands with almost everybody in the house. So he basically doesn't have an alliance with anybody or allegiance with anybody. So they have a party that night. Milan decides to call two of his homeboys. And he lets his homeboys know, hey, there's this new dude named Jonathan. I don't know what he's on. Um, but, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm not really trying to fight him. Da, 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 da. So Jonathan comes to Milan again. It's like, hey, like, so what are we doing? Are we sharing this room or what? Milan's like, this is not your room. So Milan's homeboy decides to fight Jonathan. And I guess to stick up for Milan. Jonathan whoops the dog shit out of him, y'all. Like, I I out was so embarrassed out of, out of Milan's friend. Like, mm. he, y'all, he, he whoops the dog shit out of him, jumps on top of the boy. The boy had it like crochets. He rips the crochets out the boy's head. Mm. And this is someone that Milan brought into the house just to defend his room. Okay, while this is all happening, Milan's nowhere to be found. Nowhere, even though he brought this guy to the house. And then Milan then proceeds to call the police. Even though he's in the bad boys club. So I just want to see who was wrong, because I've been seeing a lot on social media. People have been back and forth like. Jonathan shouldn't have beat the boy up the way that he did, or Milan should have been there for his homeboy more. Where was Milan though? Chris- Milan was Christopher. Out- Mil- where was he? Uh, Christopher Milan. He was outside on the fence. So he didn't know. Listen. No, he. Knew. I mean, I he think Milan was trying it to moved, see. It moved outside. I feel like because, my mom was trying to let things die down before he hopped in. You know, it was a no, lot. No, because you know what the crazy thing is? So after Jonathan, like, beat the boy up, he turned to Milan. He said, what's good? You're next. And Milan ran. He As like, he I I am not, I'm not getting lit up like that either. Mm, not, on not on TV. Rip somebody crochet. Not on TV. Not on TV. I feel like I, it's my name on this thing. <laughs> I'm fucking screaming. Oh, my. I don't got a bone in this fight. Yeah, it, it was just, it was just too much. It was, 
first off, I wanted, I do want to say like Bad Boys Club, they allow a lot more fighting than Bad Girls Club. Like, I mean, this fight was. Yeah, is the show actually interesting or is it just this clip? Because it seems like it's just it's this a clip. lot of fighting. No, it's, it's a, a lot. It's of actually fighting. very interesting. I like it. Is it? I'm, I'm kind of upset that Jonathan was only on there for an episode because he fought his way out the house, but as he should have. Because see, that's my question. So he's he's gone. Uh, from what I can see, yes, because he came back. Okay, y'all. So he came back the next morning, and the boy was by himself outside. Jonathan rolled up on him, and I mean, tore him up again. Started hitting him with the chair. So after that, Jonathan got in the bus and left. So I think he's off the show. Yeah, on first day. No, that's right. I guess, child. I'm. I don't know. Like, do you think like people like that should be conscious, like conscious of like, I guess what you do, considering that he's already established and he does hair, right? So it's not like it's gonna. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna affect him, but it wouldn't affect him as much if he was to be doing something different, like corporate, right? Or if he was to be in the healthcare, if he was working some in a hospital setting. Or even if he was in tech and maybe represented a company, but because he is his, his own, I would say so. But Jonathan, Jonathan, been been like this since the beginning. This is the same boy who was hopping out at South, South by Southwest fighting women with Asian doll. Like he's really just he hasn't changed. So I think this is again, it's kind of like Young Miami. This is pretty on brand for him. <laughs> like it's what I would expect. I was shocked that he would do a show like this just because I feel like he is the biggest name. And just because he's the biggest name, I wonder what he has to gain from it. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like, if you're yeah. the biggest name, how can you possibly get bigger? Like, the only thing you can do is elevate everyone else on the show to your level, or at least exactly. give them the variety exactly. that you have. But you don't have much to gain from it. You're already pretty, you know what I mean? Well known. So why be on a show with people who are less known than you? That's like, I don't know. That's the only reason but why I wonder why he came on the show. But the, yeah, I don't understand why he came on the show at all. I don't know if maybe he's trying to get more into like the music industry, more into the acting industry. Maybe that's why. Because like you said, he already does have a very elevated platform whenever it does come to hair. He has done very well-known celebrities. But acting with like, Zeus, I can understand him trying to get on Love & Hip Hop before he got on Bad Boys Club. I mean, maybe Bad Boys Club was just more on no. Love and Hip Hop is not a thing anymore. They're, they they don't they haven't showed it yet, have they? Like Love and Hip Hop is still going on. Is it? Yeah, girl. Yes. Wow. See, I we just, just don't watch it. <laughs> okay, don't what? Watch it. <laughs> Are you positive? What season I is promise, showing now? Crystal, I cannot tell you or, that. Or but what I know franchise? That Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop Miami is still active. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is still active. Girl, the only one that's on pause is the one like out of L.A. Everyone still got a, sh- a season going. That was the wackest one, anyway. So and it's on mm-hmm. right now. Oh, oh Crystal, I, listen, you have to look it up, girl. But it is. Mm-hmm. That's how like bad boys for him. Like mm-hmm, that don't even make sense. Crystal, I don't He's know if it's on right. Here. I don't know if it's on right now, but I would say that I don't. I don't know if it's canceled. Yeah, I love it. I don't know if it's on right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. let me just say this. So I will say in Jonathan's defense, he he didn't come on there trying to fight. What he fought. He did like he definitely was like, we can share this room. Milan was like, no. Why are they sharing rooms anyway, though? I'm sorry. That's, That's what I'm like, saying. Oh, no, why would you go? Like, to shouldn't everyone room? have their own room? Mm, they're in this like 
Manson, right? It John, that's what Jonathan said. He was like, it's a nice house, but he's like, it's the size of my house. So where are we all gonna sleep? Okay. So they do have them, they put them in bad predicaments. Low like they, key, they give them reasons to fight. Y'all, it's the same house they use for the one-on-one meetups. It's the same house they use for the bad girls club. Same house they use for every little thing they host on there. It's that same house. It's that same house. Mm-mm. Then the house wasn't big enough. I don't then know because like, wasn't somebody sharing room in that in that uh, thingy too in the yeah the even in even Jocelyn Cabaret they were sharing rooms so Mm-mm. it's the same house. Mm. Yeah, you know. Okay, did y'all hear about um the? Because I know we talked about the Billboard Awards. Oh, award. Oh, Billboard Awards. Anyways, yeah, the, the Billboard, Billboard Award. I can't say that word no more. <laughs> awards. <laughs> awards. <laughs> BBMAs, right? Girl, what are you trying to say now? <laughs> yeah, where, where are you going? The, BB, the, the Billboards. BBMAs. The BBMAs. Okay, so. Okay. Um, Doja Cat, she they had her in the oh, R&B category. I know, and I feel so bad for my sister Summer Walker because Summer Walker really, like, I'm not gonna lie, she broke so many records. Remember, it was like most streamed, most uh, most records by an R&B artist in over ten years. Like, she was breaking R&B records, and Doja Cat because she's um, she's biracial, but she identifies as a black woman. Um, because of that. They didn't want, I guess they kind of pictured her as an R&B artist instead of a pop or a rap artist. So she ended up winning all the R&B categories over Summer Walker. Really? Even Doja, yes, even though Doja Cat is not an R&B artist. She like, low-key is pop in a rapper. At, yeah, at most it's pop. If Doja Cat was white, she'd be pop. Yeah. She, what's the between her and Selena Gomez? How is you that know what I mean? R&B? That's not yeah, exactly no, big difference. But how? Yeah, she's not. Uh, I don't so her boyfriend pretty much R&B. came out and spoke on it and was like, "It's unfair." You know, she's done so much and she deserved all that. Because the thing about Billboard Awards is, unlike other awards, they're not based off like popularity. They're literally based off charts, like how much you sold. You know, so based off of how much she sold in her Billboard um, top 100 Billboard, whatever Billboard list performance, she should have won. She was number one for how long? Like at one point, I think she had like the she had the most entries on a Billboard top 100, top 200 charting at one time. Like she she broke that record for that. And this was like her opportunity to take home an award. And it really says because she posted something like, oh, at least I know I need to work harder. I'm like, no, you don't need to work harder. You did good. You should have won. You don't need to work harder. Now people know how Nicki... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I mean, we could say the same thing for Nicki Minaj. She is yet to get a Grammy, and she's well overdue for one. But I think Well overdue. Which I do agree, Mm -hmm. but the only reason why I think it's different is just because with the Grammy Award, it's like a panel of judges who chooses. The Billboard Awards literally is they go off billboard performance. It's based off how you do on their billboard list. So Summer Walker, if Doja Cat was not categorized as an R&B artist, Summer Walker would. She was Summer Walker would have won. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. unfortunate, but... Yeah, she's categorized as an R&B artist. And Doja yeah, Cat I mean, should not... That's not, a, that's not an R&B album whatsoever. She's, yeah, she does, She didn't have an R&B album at all. But even, I'm not gonna lie, Kanye West swept too. I was like, what? All in, a lot of them in gospel. I was like, damn, I wonder yes. how these other people feel. Because Kanye swept. I think he yeah, he was nominated 13 times and he took five. I, I don't I don't I didn't keep up to see really finish, yeah. so far he definitely took five. I was like, wow, that's and yeah, a he, lot of them were gospel yeah. categories. Oh my mm. goodness. Mm. I mean, 
Yikes. I mean, you know, some more, honestly, it, it's unfortunate. It's actually really unfortunate. Maybe like they should like honestly figure that out for next year. But I wonder but if Doja Cat feels like she shouldn't have won it. No. Oh, when she gave her speech, you could even tell like she was a little like um, I shouldn't be winning this award. Like it was she was so apprehensive in her speech. And so I felt like it, she felt bad because she even mentioned the other nominees. She was like, you know, there's so many people in R&B who deserve this award. And she named Summer Walker. She named SZA, I think. And she named the she named a couple people. So it's like, okay. I, I don't I don't remember. I know I know Summer Walker in the weekend. She mentioned for sure. But point is she mentioned summer walker's name and saying how she feels like she deserves it so i think like even when they called her name she sat there for a second in shock like whoa so i just think that like you know she felt bad or she was apprehensive to take it because she knows like there's other people who really really do deserve this award more than not taking away anything from doja Mm -hmm. Doja cat down to you know yeah you know it's just it just is what it is but i will say this is doja cat's year if you it's crazy like Doja. She was gonna always win these awards because this is her Doja year. Was this is like her mega year. Doja was always Man, gonna win. Doja was always gonna win. I'm so sorry. You put anything up, anybody up against Doja, Doja is taking that home. Like Doja, let's just really think about it. We really talk about it. Doja has really been in her back and career this past two years. And she as dropped far as two albums, versatility. Nobody's touching her. Nobody's touching at her all. This year. At so, all. So she deserves. I mean, I don't know about R and B, but she definitely deserves every other yeah, award she won yeah, for sure. So you. it's I like I just yeah. yeah. So it is what it is. But all right, no, I, I I do agree. I will say that I've always liked Doja, but lately, like this is in her bag. She's a hard worker. She actually—I didn't know she was that much of a dancer. Doja, Doja, I guess, girl, she be full out performing. Like Doja Cat when she performs streets live, I was like, girl, girl is. But she performs anything live. She puts on shows. She that girl will put on a show for everything she performs. Every song. All she needed was money. All she needed was money. Do y'all remember how her performances used to be? Like she used to perform, but it was never like. That I'm like, not like girl. she has money on her back now. Yeah, like she does have budgets because before, like you know, she was at little venues like Trees or sorry, Trees yeah. is a Dallas thing. But you know, even like you know, <laughs> but now you would see her in like smaller crowds when she first broke through. But now the girl is you're putting she puts on a full blown show like outfit changes everything. Like I love it for her and she can not gonna lie a lot of the girlies she really can. i'm not gonna lie y'all i feel like this is how entertainers are supposed to step like like this mm-hmm. like actually yes. put your heart and soul in your craft like mm-hmm. that's really why homegirl swept up all them damn awards bro because yeah. she put her heart and soul in it not saying some walker did it. i'm not saying that but it's just you know i'm not gonna lie if you look at doja cat from the beginning of the pandemic to now bro elevation that's it she's just been hit. she has not missed not once Mm. Not once. Yep. But Crystal, I know you want to talk about Honeypot, so sure do, child. So um, well, I don't know if y'all know what's been going on, but um recently the honeypot, well, it was rumored that the honeypot sold her company <sighs> to um a bigger company and which is it was rumored that is now owned by the white man, and it was also rumored that uh, she changed her formula. So, well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she changed her formula. So, a lot of people were up in arms and they were saying, like, a lot of people's take, black women at least, were saying that one, um, you know, when we can't have anything, because why is that, like, you know, now this project is created for black women and they're, you, you went and changed it. 
to not be suitable for black women. I guess that's what they were trying to say. But a lot of people were upset because they felt like, again, this product was for us. And now you sold it to other to the white man and it's not black owned anymore. And it's just not like you added ingredients that we don't we're unaware of. So it's not organic anymore. There's a lot of takes behind this. And people have been coming hard on her. And y'all know how I feel about that. I don't, you know, how I feel about people coming hard on black owned businesses. And this is further proof to what, you know, how I feel. Like a lot of people just, they come so hard. And so when I say people have been slandering this girl to, anyway, so she came and she did a look, her press release. Um, The owner, I think her name is Beatrice or Bia, B-A. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So forgive me, but um yeah so she she came in um she did a little her little press release and saying how like she never sold her company so that was half of the rumor like people kept saying oh she sold to white men she sold to white men sold to white men she said that she never sold her company she still owns her company so um my thing is is like I don't understand, one, why she got so much backlash. So her formula did change. Like, if you look at the bottles, the formulas did change 100%. But again, my thing is a lot of, we do, there there are, obviously, there's doctors, there's nurses, there's estheticians, whatever, or people who could recognize a formula, right? I would say a lot of the people that was commenting on this, I don't understand why y'all are so up in arms about a formula change when y'all don't even know what half of these ingredients are? Like, I don't get it. And not only that, it's like, if you're going to have this same energy, just some, we, people don't give black people the same grace. Like, if you're going to have this energy behind people changing their products, do y'all even know what the ingredients in your soap, in your Dove soap? No. So I don't understand, like, why all of a sudden, like, this is just this big, this big deal. And here's also the thing. If we're, if we're going to talk about the science and the actual formula, Yes, she did change her formula, but I was reading into it. She changed her formula just so basically she added preservatives so it can have a longer shelf life. Everything that she added to it is is not harmful. And I guess because they took the um the certified organic thing, they took the certified organic label off of the bottle. But it just means that not every product is organic. It's not saying that like its product isn't is is not organic at all. So it's for people even to be dragging. You know, it's all this backlash. I don't think she deserved it because, again, like I mean, nobody, no, no, because no, I y'all was so crystal. Y'all don't reason, do that with y'all soap. Y'all don't crystal, do that with y'all wait, toothpaste. Wait, so no. now all of a sudden, wait, no, bro, let's be real here. Wait, hold on, wait. let me interject. Let me interject. Yeah. The only reason I would have to disagree is because there is an app that like pretty much tests um ingredients or whatever. And when this girl had both her bottles, she had her old bottle, the new bottle. The old bottle had a, a score of a hundred percent, meaning every ingredient was um tested in like nice and organic natural the new bottle had like a score of like either 17 or 7 percent which means they had completely changed the formula which isn't which i mean for people there are people who like have really sensitive skin who go out of their way to like spot spot in, uh, ingredient spot whatever it is to make sure that each ingredient they're using works with their skin so when you change a product that much like to like every single ingredient is changing you should expect a little bit of backlash just because it's like there's a reason they chose this product no, you know, but here's why you shouldn't expect backlash. Because again, when mm-hmm. other people change their formula, we wouldn't. When's the last time Dove changed their formula? So no, but Chris, thing, though, so Chris, okay. I understand but, what you're getting with both products. So you have to look at how people are advertising. Dove is not coming out and advertising as a a truly organic, a hundred percent organic ingredients. Dove doesn't do that. So no one's checking for Dove. Yeah, but whenever you advertise. Your company. This is how you. This is how you base your. Wait, she has always. On. She has hold always on. based her platform on the fact that she's like, 
you know, I was suffering from BV for years and I could never find a formula that worked for me. So I created a brand that was worked for women and women of color. Mm -hmm. So she can't, that's how she, that is how she networked her brand. That is how she built her brand. So yes, of course, people are. Of Any claims for her to be completely organic. She's never made Yes, she has. Crystal, yes, she has. No, 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 no. Hold on. Crystal, Crystal, it was stop. No, no, no. I'm about to tune out. I know, but let me let me finish. So I finish what I was saying. So let me finish what I was saying. So to go back to that, so of course people might be up in arms for the simple fact that, like Michelle said, if something went from even if it went from 95% to 16%, that's a drastic change. And then two, you have to look at the pricing of her products. Her pricing is based on the fact that she is using organic products because you pay more for organic things naturally. Okay. So yes, of course people are gonna be up in arms whenever you have people paying $12 for a pack of pads. Only, only so, reason okay, why so, I'm okay. Sorry. So, I'm so sorry. My rebuttal for that mm-hmm, exactly fine. is on the bottle, particularly it, the old bottle. It says where the asterisks are per each ingredient. It's certified organic. So every ingredient that has an asterisk is certified organic. She said there's organic products in this in my in my wash. There's organic um organic ingredients, mm. but she did not say this product is 100% organic and I think well, that, Crystal, that is correction. also it's a little bit misleading. So uh, here's correction. where I do Crystal correction. I actually buy honey pot products and I just recently bought one of her products and it does say 100% organic cotton cover super pads. It does no, I'm talking about that. the wash. I'm talking about the wash specifically because that's what people were complaining about. But I'm just saying, but like feel, products in I, general, it does say that. So I can see why people are kind of like, you know, a little confused because it's like, okay, what is this now? Are no. we getting organic products still? So to my knowledge, the wash was changed and it was she added preservatives for it to have a longer shelf life. And again, when you if you do your research on the preservatives that were added, it's not harmful. It's actually going to be helpful. Now, where I do agree with y'all is I do feel like, yes, because you do cater to black women, you could have been a lot more transparent and kind of broken down your ingredients for people. So to avoid this, I do feel like that. But do I feel like she deserves a backlash that she's getting? Absolutely not. No. Again, but my thing is, I, I just I. I don't think it's a racial thing. I'll be I'll be completely honest. I just think maybe because for me, somebody who like I do have really sensitive skin. So I I check ingredients. So I notice like if if I'm using an ingredient, I can tell by how my face is reacting to it. I immediately check it. I'm just like they added a different ingredient. You know, one ingredient change can like mess my face up, you know. So for you to have a a product and you change like. 80% 80% of the ingredients. Like she didn't she even did use the same water. 80% she did. It went from water to pu- it went from like purified mm. water to I can send you this. I'll, well, I can send you a screenshot later, but in the aloe vera. At it now. I, okay, look at the aloe vera gel wash. That one in particular, every single product, like it's not even the same product anymore. It's completely transformed. And it may not be necessarily harmful. Of course, it's not going to be harmful. It's not going to be toxic or they wouldn't put it in the product. But who knows what that's going to do to somebody's skin? It probably won't have the same effect. What didn't break somebody out before it may now break somebody out. The reason why someone chose to use a natural product now and now they're using a product with chemicals, I can understand how you can, how someone who is a fan, I'm not a fan of their product. I don't use it. But I can understand how someone who uses the product, they, I think they have the right to be like, I thought I was using a natural product and now it's no longer natural. I don't think it's a race thing. I think that happens across the board with many other products. There are a lot of products that I've decided to no longer use because they've done that. I think Shea Moisture is not a black owned brand, but 
they used to have very natural products. And I think five or six years ago, they changed their entire formula and they faced a lot of backlash. And I think a lot of products but, have just, too. So I don't think it's a racial thing. No, I think I it's think just, it's like, also no goes, I'm not even. I think that this also goes back to, if you look at the history to a lot of black owned businesses, it's really sad because what happens is a lot of black owned businesses actually do start out very organic, very natural. And, they get to a point where they personally are not able to keep up with like manufacturing and like supply and demand as by themselves. So they end up selling to these like white owned brands that end up taking a lot more control than what they know. And they end up having a lot more say in their brand than what they realize. And they end up going in and changing products and changing advertisement and changing a lot of things. That's why Shea Moisture, whenever Shea Moisture had the racial controversy years ago, Shea Moisture used to be owned by a Black person. Same thing. Like, it's just so many Black-owned businesses. They just end up getting preyed upon by these, like, larger corporations. And it ends up changing their whole, like, initiative to what they even started that company for in the first place. And I get it. Of course, it's good that they're successful. They're able to sell these their, their brands and make money off of it. But it, it sucks because it ends up changing, like I said, what they originally started this brand for. I I don't know. I, I, I'm not to go back on Michelle's point. I'm not even saying that it's a race issue. I didn't even I just think that uh, we just don't give black people as much grace as we do other companies. And that's I'm sorry. That is a fact. And I'm well, I'm standing on that because I just again, I do get and get I get understand like there's you know, ingredient changes, people have sensitive skin. So I, that's why I said, I do feel like she should have been transparent and letting people know and educating people like, hey, these are the ingredients that I added. This is what it does. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're allergic to this or whatever, essentially the products that she added that I read on, it's it allows for her products to be actually more sensitive and more effective. So I just, you know, I don't think, again, the backlash she's getting for doing that. I, I don't know. I, I, she she should have just been transparent with her her audience, especially because you are targeting to targeting to specific black women. So yeah, I guess it should have been that. But as far as like dragging her, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't agree with it. I just don't, but, okay. but I, I mean, I, I also don't see the need for washes. So that's, I don't know. That's, uh, I guess a different subject for a different day, but yeah. all righty i guess that's that on that um so before does anyone else want to talk about or i think we should end with the okay well i don't know if you guys are aware but recently on saturday may 14th there was a terrorist attack at a black-owned supermarket in buffalo new york (laughs) and and 10 people were killed and um, three of them were injured i think the majority of them were black. I think maybe two were white men. There was um, the attacker was an 18 year old. I believe he was 18. He drove three hours and he wanted to, I guess he was trying to like clear up the human race or whatever. He had like the word, the N word tatted on the gun. And even I think he went to shoot at somebody and he saw that they weren't white and he was like, Oh no, it's not you only niggers type shit. So I do want to just take a, a quick moment to say the name of the victims. It's just out of respect because, you know, just so they can be memorialized even in this episode. But mm-hmm. okay, so we have Celestine Cheney, Roberta A. Drury, Andrea McNeil, Catherine Massey, 
Marcus D. Morrison, Hayward Patterson, Aaron Salter Jr., Geraldine Talley, Ruth Whitfield, and Pearl Young. These are people who were just picking up groceries for a Sunday dinner, expecting to be able to go home to their families and weren't given that opportunity because somebody decided to incite a terrorist attack. And it is really sad. And hopefully the government can finally pass a bill um, to make a hate crime a punishable law because right now there is no anti-black i mean not anti-black yeah anti-black hate crime am i saying that right anyways but yeah so our heart goes out to the families our heart and prayers are out with them but yeah definitely yeah i think that um hopefully we do see more justice in this case as in regards to it actually being a terrorist attack, it being a hate crime, because it's very clear that this was just that. Um, Thanks. So I do hope that um, this is definitely tried the correct way. Um, and like I, like we, Michelle said, our hearts go out to all the families and anyone that was affected by this. I know that even you just being in the supermarket, anyone that was in that supermarket that day, um, it's going to have a lot of trauma from this. So we're definitely praying for everybody and praying for the city of Buffalo. So, And there's been a tweet um, circling, around, circling around Twitter that basically is like, because um, people are failing to think that that's terrorism. And it's like, no, like he was what? eight years old. He drove hours to Buffalo, shot and killed multiple people at a grocery store in a predominantly black community. community. That is a definition the terrorism and so it's frustrating to me because it's just like bro it doesn't matter what happens to the black community like white people just refuse to look at that as terrorism or like a hate crime like they just think oh it's just it's just a random act no that is straight up terrorism and the fact that you guys refuse to see it and i'm starting to feel like at this point because it's so normalized for them for white people shooting up establishments and schools and churches and bullshit like that to them like that's just normal and it's like bro it's not normal and it'll never be normal so so they did an interview actually about on one of his uh, relatives why the hell she said that she felt like COVID has something to do with the reason why he's acting i said this is wild this is fucking wild for real like COVID. she said that he caught COVID not too like i think shortly prior to the incident and but before he was so paranoid about catching COVID, he would wear like hazmat suits to school and all this extra stuff what the fuck that got to do with anything please answer quickly uh, yeah so I'm confused. So she's basically relating that to why he yes, yes, yes. committed that act of terror. We're not even yes. going to shed light on that because this is also the same um, dumbass that had a, uh, a threat to his high school that he was going to go shoot up his high school. So I don't want to hear that. He has tons of rhetoric on his social oh, media wow. platforms. He has tons of me- uh, yeah rhetoric on his social media platforms that he clearly believes it that the white race is trying to be replaced by black people so i don't want to hear any of that i'm sorry this is clearly a terrorist attack just because he is american doesn't mean that you can't invoke terror on the the soil you were born on so yes he's he's a terrorist and shame on shame on twitch for not releasing no kind of statement not saying anything shame on y'all honestly it was like what he did was like a squid game like it like him live streaming that it was like a squid like a real life squid games and platforms like that literally like there has to be something that stops him from allowing things like that to be seen like that's crazy that he was even able to live stream a video like that exactly 
Mm-mm. Every time I think about it, it just gives me chills. Like we live really living in hell. Literally. I don't even know what else to call it. I can't believe that's even real life. Because when I when you say things like that, it just honestly proves that it was a well thought out plan. The fact that you were streaming it, like you had enough time to even turn on your camera and live stream you doing that. I don't know, y'all. I, I feel bad for the victims and their families as well. Prayers to them. Prayers for real. Prayers for real. Uh, but honestly, that um, I want to say that leads us to our topic, but it doesn't. So we're just going to actually just jump into the topic. <laughs> we're going to jump into the topic. Um, May is mental is May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I think that this would be a great time for us to check in with each other and just do a little temperature check. I think we haven't had like a mental health episode in a while. So I think that this was a better time than any. So, okay. So if y'all had to pick a color, okay. So to what color would y'all be? Green would be, you know, I'm feeling great, feeling fine. Life is good. I love it here. Yellow is girl. I'm just surviving, you know, it's day by day. You know, God is finding a way. I'm blessed. And red is said help, please. Please. What color would y'all choose? Mm. For me personally right now, I would definitely think, at least for the last month, I would say green. You know, I've been surrounded by like a lot of love, a lot of friends, positivity, family, and everything's been pretty good, honestly. Mm. I feel like maybe like the last couple weeks back, I was the yellow, but after this weekend, I'm a green. That's good. I would say I'm green as well. Mm-hmm. Everything's been going good for me. You love to see you. Crystal. Oh, uh, <laughs> I ain't want to fuck with the mood, but it's, it's been a teeter, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, between yellow and red, but not to like, you know, be dramatic or actual physically saying help, but I'm not going to lie, it has. Rough. <laughs> no, I, feel you. I guess for me i would say um yellow just being honest i mean life is good life is great but you know every every day is taking it day by day over here you know what i mean <laughs> you take, you're taking it day by day because i be having my Listen, breakdowns every week okay telling you i'm, I'm not lying you. to y'all okay so i know we all said our color so what, what would y'all say is like the biggest contribution like if you had to say like for me i would say um i'm I'm yellow, right? But that's because like I'm I'm very um I don't know, I wanna say I'm a very emotional person, but like it's very easy for my emotions to be like influenced by things around me, shows that I watched, my day, the weather. <laughs> like I'm just influenced very easily by that. So I feel like lately I've been more susceptible to that than usual. So I've been trying to work on being grounded and like focus on things that make me happy and not so much things that just throw my mood off. So I'm working on that. I would say the biggest contribution to like my mental health at this point is just, um, I would say my friends honestly contribute to what keeps it yellow. Like I feel like lately, um, you know, I think my friends pour into me a lot and I try, I hope that I pour into them as well. But I do know that if I'm feeling down, even if I'm feeling off, I won't even say down if I'm just like, I know that there's always someone that I can call into who can help get my mind off of like what I'm going through. So I do appreciate that. So I would say my friends are probably the biggest contribution to my mental health. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I do agree there, like for sure that my friends have played a big role in it. I think that it's just also me getting to a point where 
Um, you know, like I've definitely spoken about this on the podcast. I, I went through a recent breakup and I f- feel like I'm kind of like past that halfway mark of like that grieving process, you know? Oh so God. it's like, I feel you, girl. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think you've talked about this on the podcast, but I I feel you. Well, I I said I've been recently single. So, but yeah, so I did recently. Yeah. yeah, So I recently went through a breakup. um, And I do feel like I'm kind of getting to that point where, like, you know, it's, it's just a little bit easier each day. Yeah. And I'm getting more, like, I don't want to say content, but I am okay with where I'm at. You know? Yeah. So you mean like as far as like being single, or like as far as like not gr- grieving the situation so bad? I think as far as being single, um, as yeah. far as being single and like especially being single and then like coming into like a new like age, a new decade, that was kind of yeah. hard for me. You know, especially like yeah. because I went from a very like long term relationship, especially a relationship where, um, I definitely like saw like a future and saw like something very mm-hmm. serious mm-hmm. and so to for that to end right before you know like this big milestone in my life that was like a, yeah. it, was a, it was a hard transition um oh. but i do think that like i said my, like my friends and my family like they just they poured so much into me that it it has helped me like tremendously so that's why i oh. feel like I, i'm able to say green instead of just saying yellow like i have been like for these past few months what? So when y'all say for, for y'all say that like it's your friends that are kind of like not like contributing to the you feeling good. What is it exactly that they do that kind of I guess helps you? Man, mm, I think that's a that's a good question. I don't I don't know why yeah y'all gonna make me emotional. <laughs> I don't know why I tell y'all lately I've been so emotional. I don't know what it is. Like maybe it's a baby. No, I'm just kidding. It's impossible. Um, I think it's just Hi. like you said what. Why would <laughs> just said chai? I said chai. I said chai. Oh, I thought you said cry. I was like, go for me. No, for what? The way I was stopping this the hell? Stop a baby, this relax, Michelle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Loki, that had to be divine intervention. Y'all know it's it's been desert dry over here. But anyway, um, no, I really feel like sometimes, like a lot of times, you just um, you like i feel like your friends know you more than you know yourself right like okay you know have you ever heard like someone say like be the friend that you need to yourself like the way you talk to yourself is not how the way you'll talk to a friend right so like but sometimes you can be very hard on yourself in certain situations the same way you talk about nikki like how maybe getting out of a relationship you can you may have a lot of things to say to yourself that you may not say out loud but the thoughts that you have are probably very harsh and sometimes i feel like when you have those conversations with your friends they say things to you or remind you of yourself that you're like i could probably say this to myself it's nothing like brand new or like like new groundbreaking you know what i mean but at the same time it's like it's a reminder that like girl like it's not that bad or they put things into perspective where it's like okay life isn't like terrible you know it's like just the way that your friends can just like just put things into perspective like i can see things some in a way and i could just feel so bad and like maybe like i'm doubting myself and i'll talk to a friend who will be like oh no i definitely see that but it's not the end of the world because of this 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 and i could have told myself that but hearing that from somebody else makes me feel like okay if i would say to myself i wouldn't believe me because i'm already filled with so much self-doubt that of course i'm not going to have the strength or the confidence to build myself up but hearing it from somebody else just makes me feel like a little bit more real you know what i mean so for me i think that's where um i don't know friendships come in 
I hope that makes um, sense. Like I said, it'll help out of nothing. But for me, the way I've been maintaining green, um, like I like before, like a couple weeks, I was of course like low-key red, not gonna lie. But then like I've been really just building up my strength within myself and just getting back to the old me. And that's been helping me a lot as well. Like you know, understanding that, you know, like I'm pretty sure some of y'all mentioned, like life is going to happen, but it's not the end of the world. And knowing that, you know what? God wouldn't bring you or put you through something that he knew you couldn't get out of or get through. So it's like, you know, just be positive and there's going to be a light at the tunnel. And so that's just been helping me stay green. Cause honestly, like I remember there'll be times where like, I'll get in my head and like, I'll have a lot of self doubt. I'll even get emotional and just be so gloomy for weeks. But now like I really snap out of it immediately. And the way I do that, I channel honestly what I'm tuning into, what I am subscribing to, like certain things I just really don't watch anymore just because I felt like it was affecting my mental health um, subcon- uh, like subconsciously. And so that's kind of what helped me. And also too with my friends, like just like being in com- like having conversations, like the jokes and stuff like that. It makes me feel good. It just like keeps me motivated. So that's how my friends help me out and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Oh, I joined. I feel like for me, like recently though, like I'm not going to lie, like I've kind of like stopped talking about my problems because I feel like sometimes like it's just be too much background noise. Like, you know, you going through it and it's cool talking to your friends about the stuff that you go through. But like, honestly, I got to a point where I was like, bro, like it's just too much. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I just want to like sometimes I feel like I deal with stuff better on my own and I've tried like I used to be a very private person I feel like I became a very open person and I realized like I was so overwhelmed and had so much anxiety because it's like while I appreciate like people checking up on me I was like bro like I actually don't want to talk about this you know what I mean so I kind of just got to the point where it's like the real things that I kind of been going through lately I just been keeping it to myself because I don't want to talk about it I don't want to shine light on those things and I've just been kind of focusing my energy on other things and I'm not gonna lie that's really the main reason why I feel like I've went from a yellow to a green in the last couple weeks it's just like bro like I don't want to talk about the bad shit I'm going through and I don't want to be like every and when your friends know you're down like they obviously how are you like what's going on it's just like bro like sometimes I don't want to talk about what the fuck I'm going going through you know what I mean it's like well that's appreciative it's just like i don't want to talk about it so i've kind of just been keeping stuff to myself and i feel like it's worked to my advantage because it's like things that will bother me really ain't bothering me no more because i'm not really giving it a lot of attention you know and i feel like that is kind of what's helped me recently but that's just my take on that yeah i think i I think i just like like you said like i think what everyone kind of said that's really what it is and i think they're also like just my change of environment made a really big difference for me like me travel Mm -hmm. nursing like I wasn't very like like I didn't have like any type of like stability in like my living situation so I was just kind of all over the place and just going with the flow with don't get me wrong it was fun for that moment but whenever I had like real shit going on which I recently did have going on it's like I kind of didn't need more of like a stable environment so like being back home being back in Dallas just being surrounded by like familiarity like it just made more sense for me. And I feel like that also like helped mm-hmm. my process out so much more. So let's say you did have like a horrible day. Like you wake up, ain't shit going right. Like you got your hair done, rained on it. Your car was washed. Your rain check ended yesterday. It's storming today. It's low key back to hell. Um, you're supposed to, you're supposed to go somewhere. It got canceled. Like, like everything that could have gone wrong is going wrong right now. And it's only 12 PM. Like what, is that thing that you're going to do that's going to like snap you out of the impending doom of a mood that you feel coming? Like, um, well, I think for me, cause it's 
actually just happened to me recently. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, y'all, when I say everything just kept happening, and I, I'm glad, Loki, Michelle was on the phone to witness all of this because I just was like back to back to back, shit just kept happening, and I just had to, I had to like. Literally, I had to leave where I was because I was like, honestly, if I stay here any longer, I feel like I'm just going to feel worse. So I had to leave where I didn't even have a destination. I was like, let me just go. And I ended up going to just like a little like a, I guess, restaurant slash lounge or whatever, just to kind of just take a minute and just breathe because I felt like just me again environment plays a big role, but also like the environment that you soak in plays a big role in that, too. So, for example, like you be sad in your room. If you're not going to get up out your room, it's probably not going to change your mood. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes. So I just had to get out of there, like, and just change the scenery real quick. Even if I had went to like, cause I was in a hotel. So even if I had, if I had went to the lobby, I think I would have felt better, but yeah, I definitely had to immediately change my environment just to kind of take a step breath back and take a breather. And then when I sat down and like, when I was really like, like deeping, like what was going on, I'm like, okay, I'm just really, really overwhelmed. And like, I actually ended up, you know, I actually ended up getting emotional because I was like, there's so much going on. Like, I don't even know how to feel. And it wasn't even like, there wasn't anything directly pinpoint that was making me emotional, but I was just like, it's just overwhelming feeling so many feelings. Like I'm upset that this happened. I'm anxious that this happened. I'm annoyed that this happened. And I'm sad that this happened. So that overwhelming feeling was just way too much for me. So I just think taking a step back sometimes and figuring out like, you know, whatever your vice is or just whatever you need in the moment, that definitely will help. Sometimes you don't even know what you need. Shit, just try doing something. Yeah, no, literally, just try anything. Yeah, like but for I, me, it's just too. It's like usually either I'm going to sleep, like I'll deal with this shit when I wake up. Like, oh my god, one thing about me, oh, I'm good to be like I, I will go deal to with this. I don't care if it's six p.m. Bro, I do not care. No. I will force I will myself to, to sleep. sleep, bro. No, okay, but here's the thing, though. I posted that something like that on my story, and it was like, I don't even get mad no more. I just go to sleep. I'll worry about that when I wake up. And several people try to tell me that's depression. I said, no, that's my coping mechanism. Leave me alone, girl. My coping mechanism goes be keeping me all the way up. I don't go. I can't go to sleep. I'll probably be keeping me all the way up. I mean, unless I'm genuinely tired. Yeah, but when I say them problems keep me up. I will pop a better drill and a melatonin. I will do what I need to do. I'm not doing. I hate one thing I I cannot stand is like I can be emotional, being sad, like that. You know, you know the sadness I'm talking about, where you're sitting there and just like, bro, like I'm watching TV and the TV I'm watching is watching me like that. No, I'm going to sleep. (laughs) I'm going to sleep. I wake up. I feel better. No, wait, sorry. I'm so sorry, Joy. Just because she made that TV go. Have you ever been like watching TV, like crying and like your TV was on and then people on TV start crying? I'm like, oh, hell no. Turn this shit off. What the fuck? That literally happened to me the other day. And I was watching Girlfriends and um, Maya's was sobbing. I was like, bro, what? No, turn this off right now. There's only one diva in this room right now. It's only one person who's going to be crying. It's me. Get off my TV. Oh, <laughs> or even a song. Like, I'm listening to music. Oh. A song come on. I'm like, oh, you can't do this to me right now. No, like, what? One I got to change this. One thing about me, I'm psychotic. I will play the saddest song I know. Just oh, to get yeah. Me oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> same. I, I will play the saddest song. Gotta, gotta, gotta trigger myself type shit. <laughs> No, literally, I'm y'all are not okay. Like, <laughs> I have a whole playlist. Like, that. But Joy, <laughs> what were you about to say, Joy? 
Um, sorry, I was going to say a lot of the times, like, I'm not, I really had to like kind of pinpoint, like, when I'm having a bad day and everything's going wrong, like, I'm not going to lie, it really is contributed to like me rushing or just being out of my routine. Like, and so when that happens, bro, at that point, like, I know my go to that's going to allow me to reset. I promise you, I'm going to get in my bed and turn on the TV and I'm just going to chillax. Like, I'm not going to worry about nothing. I, I don't care. Who's on the schedule yeah. for the day. Like, just something about just being like, oh, now nah, I'm going to take this moment just to lay here, whether it's taking a nap or watching TV. I'm going to do that. And however long it takes me to feel better, which it don't take long, but it's like, whether that's me in there for two, three hours watching something, then I get back up and I regroup. That's just what I have to do because I'm not about to be stressing myself out about, about things that are beyond my control. I can't. No, I feel that. I think I agree with that because I've been before, like growing up, I used to like every time something about being sad and I think I'm still kind of that way a little bit. I hate it. I hate it so much. So I think whenever I felt myself like getting into a mood, I get so upset and even get like a little bit more annoyed. Now I'm just think if it's my big age, I'm just like, listen, like you said, Joy, just allow yourself to just being a funk like it's okay like it happens like it's not the end of the world if you have do what you have to do and just get over the next day instead of just being like oh i just feel so bad i'm in a bad mood and need to, what can i do to shake it sometimes i don't even put that much energy into it i'm just like just just be in a bad mood like you said turn on some music get it out your system and then the next day it's another day no that's fact. i'm not gonna lie like i realized like i literally play music like all day long like from the time i get up i'm in the shot like i always have music playing so even like when i'm if i'm in a mood like i'm gonna turn some r&b music on and i'm gonna find a task in my apartment whether that's reorganizing the drawer reorganize my like i'm gonna channel that I'm energy for into that. something yeah. because yeah I'm good yeah i'm like uh, we can't mean this bitch sad and miserable i'm gonna clean up i'm gonna do <laughs> girl, something like something. something gonna come on the other end of yeah, girl i was lit- organizing my socks and swimsuits yesterday like just finding something anything to do literally i have a question y'all so i don't know about why but recently i feel like i've been seeing like more and more people say like so many ignorant things whenever it comes to like mental health and but you know where i see it from i feel like i see it from like a lot of like like our parents generation do y'all go out of your way to try to like educate people whenever they say certain things like yes. like or do y'all just kind of stay silent like whenever especially whenever it comes to like the older generation like you know like they never really like thought much of mental health played mm-hmm. into it so do you feel like it's even worth educating them whenever it comes to these things or are you just like, do you it depends it depends on the, who you're talking to because you can't teach a and an old dog new tricks you know what i'm saying so it's like it just depends on who you're talking to but of course if i know that person's gonna be receptive to what i'm saying of course i'll have that conversation but honestly if it's someone that just don't hear nothing i stay quiet but just, <laughs> it is what it is no i definitely i'm gonna correct you I, even if you don't like it's not gonna be a whole let a teaching moment or a whole lesson where i'm like okay this is a b c d but like if we're having a conversation and you use like a politically incorrect term or if you use an offensive term let me say that i definitely i will stop you for sure dead in your tracks and be like no that's not it at all and if you choose to say it further that's your business but you're not gonna do when it's on this conversation with me i feel you i don't know if that's ever been my experience i think at one point it was i think especially i can't speak to other cultures but i'll say nigerians like they used to always reference things like going mad and stuff like that and um use just ignorant terms as when it comes to people who suffer from mental illness but i think like in current times like i don't know like people i think the generation we live in 
the times we live in now, it's very hard to deny that mental illness is real. Like it's very hard to deny. Like there's no, like it's everywhere. Like, you know, especially like the suicide rates. I can't, I can't say for sure if they've increased, but I will say that the news has taken in, into account more and it's definitely more talked about than it was growing up, you know? And so I think our parents are noticing that because I, even my parents, I feel like are more like the type of people to be like, how are you? Are you sure you're okay? And I feel like that's, that's a worry that they have now before growing up. That's not a worry that I feel like most Nigerians have, but now I feel like that's something that our parents realize it's something that happens. And so you have to make sure people are mentally healthy and they, they keep track of like, Oh, you've been, I haven't heard from you in a while or so-and-so's in their room more than usual or little things like that. I've noticed like parents are speaking up on, or maybe my aunt will be like, Oh, can you talk to this person I want to make sure that they're good all this stuff so I would say that I've noticed like the older generation at least in my life taking more mental health into account more than I think they had in the past so and I and I see I feel like I had an experience like maybe a year ago and I was talking to a family member and I was about a situation I was like I don't know I was like maybe I should have just went to therapy for it. like maybe I need to get into therapy to work through this issue and they were like you don't need therapy and I'm like, I'm literally having a conversation with you about something that's bugging me that I cannot feel like I can get past. And I'm telling you, I think my solution is therapy. And you're telling me I don't need it. So you want me to be stuck in this cycle? Like, you know what I mean? So it kind of like was off-putting because I'm just like, how can you say that? Like, how, like I'm literally telling you what I'm struggling with and you're going to tell me you don't need therapy. Then what's the solution then? You know? And so it was very off-putting. Like, I did not have that conversation with that person anymore going forward because it's just like, why would you say that to me? But yeah. Very dismissive. Yeah. Yes, I feel like you know sometimes it's just hard to have those conversations but then my next question to y'all do you feel like you're more self-aware with the type of situations you put yourself in whenever it comes to like things that might trigger oh absolutely absolutely you said put yourself in this um yeah yeah because like you know I I feel like sometimes we we still try to be like very selfless whenever it comes to certain situations, regardless of like that you, even though, you know, this might put you like in a bad headspace. Sometimes we still do it like for the greater good of like a friend or a family member. But do you feel like you're now being like more selfish and like self-aware whenever it comes to those situations and just like completely like taking yourself out of them? Absolutely. The person? Absolutely. Cause I think that you can't come and kill yourself. Like you just, I mean, personally, I just, I won't let like thing like Jory had mentioned earlier, things you can't control start affecting me. And I'm not about to sit here and put myself in situations where now I'm being affected by it now. I, I will just exit immediately. You know, I can read situations. Now if I see things just going left, I'm going to go right. Mm-mm. Like I like to protect my peace at all costs. How would y'all approach a friend? Like if you were like gauging them, like you notice things are like, you know, they're not talking as much or not, you know, contributing a lot in y'all's group chats. They're not meeting up with y'all when you're around them. You can tell something's wrong. How do you approach them? Uh, if you feel like so something's wrong. That's such a hard question for me personally, because I think it also depends on is this your first time of trying to approach your, this person on this or like, have, is this like a repetitive thing like where you're always constantly having to reach out um and i think it also just depends on that person's personality you know like not everyone takes well to you bringing certain things up exactly so, yeah it's like and then sometimes you don't know if you should bring this up like 
outside of a group setting or should you pull them aside? I don't know. It's just, I just, I feel like it's so hard to like. Yeah. Cause especially because like, at least with my group of friends, like they're, they're, they're majority of them are the kind of people who's like, they more than likely don't want to talk about it. Otherwise they would have brought it to me. Um, so, and I'm like that too. Like, if unless I bring it to you, I kind of don't want to talk about it. I mean, I don't really mind being transparent, but a lot of times I don't want to talk about it. So I get it. But I don't know. I think it's it's just hard to kind of navigate that gray area because you want your friend to feel better, right? And it's like sometimes talking to them isn't really giving them their space is the best thing. Um, you know, just letting them kind of grieve back because that's what I would want. Well, that's what I want. Let me say would want. Sometimes I just need space to just be by myself and not have any interaction with other people just because like like we said earlier it's just it i feel like i absorb the emotions of a, a lot of other people and i just have to be mindful and weary of like when i say stuff or who i say stuff to and so it's like a lot of times like and it's not that like i have to be mindful because i feel like people have evil energy it's just that i just don't want to you know i just don't want to play more into it just give it more life so it's just i just prefer to stay quiet so i guess when it comes to a friend um I don't know it's really hard like I, I mean I, if you if I would say that you know if they're coming if they're coming around I definitely would try to talk to them but if they don't want to you know talk about it then you just gotta let them do them I mean if it's a notable notable difference to me then I probably I, I would reach out and I would just say like hey like everything's good with you like and just say, a mouthful. I have a sore throat um oh, the cough drop my back um but like if it's a noticeable difference like i would definitely like reach out and say like hey like we don't want to talk about it, but if you ever want to like just know i'm here for you you know what i mean and i feel like at some point more than likely whenever i do that to somebody they do come back around and they talk about it when they're ready but i feel like just even that kind of lets people know like people are here for you even if you don't want to talk yeah about it. and i feel like that yeah. it kind of helps people through whatever it is that they're going through like and i feel like nine times out of ten like i said they end up coming back wanting to talk about it so there's that Oh, yeah. It Do you think that helps realistically? I think it depends on the person. Sometimes I feel like there are some people who are like, who want you to reach out to them and are waiting for someone to like care. You know what I mean? And there are some people who intentionally isolate themselves because they don't want to talk to anybody. So it's kind of just like, give me my space. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. You just have to know your friend, I guess. Would that help you? I guess. That, that, when Jory said it, I kind of just was like, dang, would that help? I don't know. Um, that's the only reason I'm questioning because I'm like, there's a lot of times where although I know, you know, my friends are genuine or anybody who's genuine and reaching out and, and genuinely concerned, but it doesn't really change things, you know, even knowing that because I know y'all, not y'all, I know they're there. So it's like, it's, it doesn't really, I don't know, it doesn't really make me feel better in the moment, but but was the question about making people feel better? I thought the question was, what do you do when you notice a friend is going through something? No, it was, sure, it was a comment sure. that, you made that you were like, sometimes, you know, just knowing that you can talk to somebody, it kind of alleviates that. That's why I was saying, I don't, that's why I was asking, like, dang, does it? But uh -huh. it was just, just a challenging question. Yeah. I know, Um, I don't know if y'all know the, I think, she, I don't want to get this wrong. And if I do, y'all. Uh, the Miss America or was she Miss USA? The one who um, recently committed suicide. I think she jumped off of her apartment building, out of her apartment building. Well, her mom um, recently did it. I think her name was Chrisley Michelle. Mm -hmm. 
if that's what her name related that but she um her mom recently did an interview and they were asking her like what would your advice be to people who are like struggling with mental health or people who how, how can someone support a friend or whatever who they feel like a struggle with mental health and her response was pretty much like you know as much as you know i hear people now everyone's saying check on your strong friends check on with your friends ask if they're okay and that is good that's a good start and of course i'm always going to advocate for that but it's oftentimes not enough and so she said a good question to ask somebody is um if you're not okay do you know what to do or if you're not okay do you um do you have a plan do you have someone to talk to do you know where to go like do you have the tools you need to do better and that's more of a, um, a question that challenges somebody to um speak on if they have any answers and it kind of gives you more of an idea about where they are mentally you know because she said it's very easy for someone to just say i'm okay or are you okay? It's very easy for someone to say, yeah, because no one really wants to talk about it, you know? So when she put it in that way, I was trying to think, okay, if somebody asked me that, how would I respond? And would I be able to like really deep dig? Would would I respond differently to the two of the questions? And I felt like the how she posed it actually was a very good way to ask somebody. So I was like, moving forward, I probably would say that like, okay, if you're not good, um, what would you do? Would you reach out? If you're not good, would you tell me? You know what I mean? Little questions like that, just to make sure that the person is like, be honest with you about how they truly feel. I thought was yeah, good no, advice. That's actually a really good way. But mm-hmm. so then that also poses a question I have. What do y'all say? Like, do y'all say it's going to be okay? Or do y'all say something else whenever like you're trying to I try to avoid saying that? I'm try- I try mm. to avoid saying that, honestly. I mean, sometimes it just spills out, but I do try to avoid yeah. saying that because it's it don't be okay in the moment. You tell me it's gonna <laughs> be okay, it's not okay. So and you don't know that. I-, I do say what I will say that I probably should stop now that you said that. I, I always say I feel like it'll be it'll get easier because usually in life, I feel like most things, I mean, they don't may not get better, but at least they get easier to deal with easy for you to do it so i'm like i mean it gets easier depending on what exactly it is like now if it's something that would be a good alternative like so i try to it'll get easier well i think you can it's not it's i think it's just those words specifically like i think for for one friend i've definitely told her like listen instead of just being like it'll be okay i was just like girl I just think I was like you got to really think about yourself in the future and how you're going to be like I was like at, at one point you are going to be happy you know what I'm saying and 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 that should actually carry you at one point you're going to see your, like you should see yourself like happy and in a positive space and in a positive manner so that should really carry like or at least try to use that as motivation to get out of what you're getting because there is a light at the end of the tunnel so I kind of prefaced to her that way and, and essentially you're saying the same thing I just didn't use those words yeah yeah I was literally gonna say yeah instead of like stop like you know just offering oh it's gonna be okay actually talk through it with them so you can avoid like you know saying oh it's gonna be okay or this too shall pass no like you know just actually have a conversation just so you know you're just not like just low-key telling them what you think is right but i'm not gonna lie like in those situations though like i'm not gonna lie sometimes when i vent just like to people or i'm gonna just i'm gonna talk about a particular person like when i vented to them like they just wanted to give me all this advice. And it's like, bro, every, I don't give a fuck about what you're saying right now. Nothing you're saying to me is making me feel better. And I'm not going to do any of the things that you're even suggesting to me in this moment. I just want to complain. I just want to complain. True. And you're telling me the solution to my problem is to do A, B, C, D. And I'm literally telling you, I can't do this, this, and this. And you think this is the solution. Like, bro, like, you're making me feel worse than what I already feel. So sometimes people don't even need to hear all that. They just want a listening ear for the moment. 
But I also think it's it's good to be transparent. Like, because my friend would tell me specifically, I don't need advice. I just need you to listen. Because so it's like, because when somebody's coming to you, you know something's happy. It's going to be a natural instinct to kind of give advice or kind of just talk to them and make them feel better. But I don't know. I, I her telling me like, girl, don't say anything. Just listen. So I think that also helps too. Like maybe you should, people should be a little bit more transparent about like what it is that they need from you. And I mean, that's true. And I got to that point. But again, the things that I was complaining about did not warrant the solutions that was given to me. So <laughs> they didn't warrant, they did not correlate. And it was just like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Shut mm-hmm. up. But that's another story for another day. No, true. But I'm not going to lie. Honestly, for me, I feel like most people, when they are venting, unless they unless somebody comes out and says, like, ask me, like, what do you think or what would be your advice? A lot of times I realize most people don't really want advice. I've noticed that, like, a lot of times people just want to get out their test. They just want to talk. They just want to say everything they have to say. And if you're just quiet and don't say anything, usually they'll just go on and on and on. But for the most part, like, as soon as you give them advice, they're not going to take it. I've never had anyone take any advice. I've given <laughs> just kidding but yeah most people i think i don't know maybe it's a human thing a lot of people they just want to hear themselves talk not in like a in a bad way but in a like they want you to tell them what they want to hear if you do give them advice i mean i guess it just depends i'm a different i'm very different and i actually do want advice yeah you have said that before though Nikki, on the podcast yeah, yeah like i'm completely different in those regards because usually i don't talk about things at all so if i'm coming mm. to you and talking about it it's literally because i i don't know what to do so i do want like different perspectives on things so it just depends on the person now i don't want to hear like preaching like oh now why would you go do that like no okay <laughs> like whoa like i already did it like now let's find a solution but yeah okay. definitely a- no, continue. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, advice for me is like what I need sometimes. I was gonna say, are are y'all that kind of people? Like, the, have y'all ever have felt like you had to do that? A friend that kind of like um scold a friend almost like some a friend comes to you about something is like, well, you shouldn't have done that, or you knew better, or like um maybe you kind of patronize them a little bit. Have y'all ever done that, or how do y'all feel about when people do that to y'all? I haven't done it, but someone was under to me and it's like, bro, now's not the time I'm struggling. Now's not the time to tell me I told you not to talk to him. Girl, what? Now's not the time. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm a sad girl right now. Like, we know, we get it. Like, but I'm still sad. <laughs> no sense. I think it's easy to tell someone, you know, well, I told you so. You know? Yeah. But you know, I, I think I, you just have but, to, like, refrain from doing that. Yeah, I've never, it just, I've never done that to anybody because why they're already down. Why are you kicking somebody when they'll make him feel worse? And even it's like, bro, because that happens to me. I like I call my and I already felt bad. I already fucking felt bad. So it wasn't sad. I felt bad for doing the shit I did. So I called her and she was like, yeah, that was fucked up. I'm not going to lie. You need to, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> now and that, like I in the moment. <clears throat> no I don't because in the moment it was a lot that happened and so and it wasn't even like I it wasn't drastic to a point where I harmed somebody you know what I'm saying it wasn't you know so it's for her to just come down so hard on me when I say I took that shit hard when I really and when I really sat and thought about it I'm like no I shouldn't have felt bad because this this was warranted no I shouldn't have so I don't think she should have came that hard on me like girl you can't get no mm -mm. yeah it's so hard because I think it's just like a fine balance between you know, protecting someone's like 
feelings, but also actually giving them like good advice because you don't want to be that friend that's like someone's coming to you telling you, oh, I put hands on this guy and just being like, oh, well, he deserved it. It's like, no, actually, like you really can't put your hands on nobody. Huh? But what if he did deserve it? No, but then if you come to me and if you come to me and tell me he put his hands on you, you want us to go to war. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like sometimes you just have to be like that friend that's still able to like give that like sound advice to your friend without like completely cutting them down. But people also have to admit whenever they're in the wrong. I think that that's a, I think that that's also like a big thing that's hard for us. It's like we we come sometimes to people for ego strokes. No, the, thing, and the crazy part about it is that like, again, in that moment, I knew I was wrong, but I don't think that like, excuse me, she should have came so hard and like telling me like, okay, Crystal, this and that, like, I think she should have just been considering everything else in that situation. She should have just been like, okay, you know, how are you? Let's talk about how you're feeling right now. And then maybe like, she could have came down on me harder later or whatever. I would, I would have appreciated that a lot more, but I'm saying like what she told me, it made me feel 10 times worse than what I already did. And that kind of like, that caused me to kind of spiral a little bit. So I was like, in my, I was literally for two weeks, like, ah, damn, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. And then again, it didn't take me until I, I months later and i was like nah bro I, it wasn't that bad and no no I, I mean no like i said i feel you i think it's just and then also i think we also have to give a little bit of grace because all she knows or all he knows your friend knows is what you told them so you are the one that actually knows all the all the pieces to the puzzle all they know is like what you presented to them. So sometimes it's very hard to give like a solid answer whenever, like like you said, like if you're just telling me, you know, you caught him talking to another girl, next thing you know, you stole off on him and be like, okay. That seems like <laughs> you a know? good reason. <clears throat> yeah. Steal off. I don't know. It does. Yeah. It definitely does, I but am, I'll shut up. I've yeah, I don't support bullying and domestic violence, but. Mm. I've mm. never put your hands on nobody like mm-mm. especially because you know what the crazy part is most of the people that come and tell me these things they're doing the exact same thing they're talking to other people so I'm like what kind of reverse <laughs> because it wasn't discreet why did I find out like no, what? You. why you can't move like me in these streets <laughs> period that, y'all that's okay. right yikes Yikes! Because I'm I'm prioritizing your feelings. That's why I'm moving how I'm moving. How you you don't no care about? Facts. It. Why am I finding out? Why are you doing it in front of me? This y'all, really, y'all really thinking like that? Sometimes. Okay. Okay. So that leads me to a question then for y'all. This kind of off topic, but I'm like, so how do y'all feel about? Because I've seen a tweet or meme going around this. It's like once I find out you talk to other people, I'm done with you. But it's just like people be talking to multiple people themselves. So it's like, how can you hold the person you talk to that same standard if you don't do that? Because that's basically what you you just said, though, Nikki. So how do y'all feel about that? I mean, I don't I know. Agree. I mean, I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, same. Same, Michelle. Same. <laughs> I think it just depends on. Okay, this is what I say. It depends on what y'all's relationship is. If y'all are just like talking y'all are just dating getting to know each other and y'all are both dating other people then no like i do not have grounds to stand on coming to you about another woman i i just don't like it might piss me off on the inside but i you know what and i might bring it up but i'm not gonna like double down on it and like get into this huge argument with you about it 
Now, if we are monogamous, that's a whole different story, of course. Mm-mm. I, it just depends on who it is, because there's some people like yeah. It's some niggas who's like shit. You talk to other people, I don't give a fuck. And there's some niggas who's like, why are you talking to most people? I don't even like you like that. And there's some niggas who's like, you absolutely cannot talk to other people. So it really just depends on who it is, honestly, or how much you like them. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like it's different. But why is this like women will come to you and be like, I don't even like this nigga. Like he gets on my nerves. And then next thing you know, you tripping on him t- talking to another woman. Because it be the niggas that you gave a chance to like you beg from society. <laughs> and I you you fucking up. What? I didn't even initially like you like that. So you beg me for just to do this? Why? Why? I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like we just got to figure out what we want and and move on that. Yeah. Well, okay. So let me ask y'all this. Like, what habits do y'all feel like you're trying to break right now? Or what do you have? Do y'all have any bad habits? Sometimes I'd be over, I'd be over analyzing and overreacting. I'm trying to stop that. Same. Um, I think the biggest thing in my head right now is you know better, so do better. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Mm, a habit. I don't even know if mine is like a mental thing, but mine is more like I give attention to people I know I shouldn't be giving attention to when I'm bored. Instead of me like finding something productive to really do with my life, I entertain people I really, really should not be. And so that's something I'm just really trying to break. Like, I'm just like, no, I'm like not responding. I'm not doing that. Just because I'm bored, I can't just, you know, like put someone in that place for that moment. No, mm-hmm. uh, I think for me, it's not so. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say for me, it's not so much that I'm trying to break a habit, it's because I'm trying to build a habit. So I just want to build healthier habits, like healthier eating habits, healthier routines, healthier. Like my morning routine is because I start work so early. I start work at seven a.m., so I really don't have like a solid mental uh, morning routine. I want to like build a better morning routine because right now my morning routine is like just get ready for work but I don't want that I want to like make time for myself before I start work because work can be like very draining so that's what I want to do I want to build better habits I would say I think for me honestly I'm not gonna say I prioritize myself too much that would which would be the bad habit but what I'm trying to say is like if I'm feeling any kind of way any like down like I'm telling you, I would spend any amount of money to get myself feeling better and not saying that I'll spend a crazy amount but like I'll fully go out to eat knowing that I just bought groceries. I'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll buy a small thing knowing that I don't got no business buying it, but, like, I will do it, and it's a bad habit. I've, yeah, I've been there, done that, Crystal. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, sometimes you just... And it's, you know, it's so crazy. I've been looking at the things I buy, like, I did not need this. Mm-hmm. Like, I really did not. Sometimes I had to return it because I'm like, mm-mm. Like, I really did not need it. But, y'all, that wraps up our episode. Um, I think that if anyone is relating to any of these questions or 
you know, you're just going through a hard time, like feel free to like reach out to us, feel free to reach out to any of your friends, any of your family members around you. Like this May, like it is like a mental like health awareness month. And I think that's really important to put your mental health for first. And it's not just mental health, but your health in general. So if that goes to physical health, spiritual health, everything in general, like everything kind of has to be like centered for you to really like feel well about yourself. So just make sure you like give yourself some grace and like, you know, give yourself some time. Um, but this is your girl, Just Nick. Um, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram at Petty Party Pod. Um, same for Twitter. We are also now on TikTok. So make sure you look, uh, check out our TikTok videos. We are also on YouTube. Make sure to check out all of our latest YouTube videos. Um, and if you have any questions, any motos, any Petty Chronicles that you want us to share on our episodes, make sure to either DM us or email us. Um, at pettyparty12814 at gmail.com. And like I said, it's your, your girl, Just Nick, checking out. And y'all, girl, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Amakalet, signing out. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. It's Crystal, aka Champagne Chris. Bye, peace. Bye, guys. It's Jory Alia. And it's been a while since they say the best for last, but signing out, it's your girl, Michelle, aka Egypt, the few nasty. Have a good night, everyone. I, uh... I'm petty all the time.